Grub myself. How's about collecting Chang and scooting back? Vinyl, 
Records. Round. Played. Mixed. All for you every Saturday from noon to two by Scotto Walker. Amazing artist. Music DJ. Vinyl enthusiast. That is flat black plastic. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie. My friends out at Mutiny Radio. Jester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as movies over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastics Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for <laughs> is in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen Summer Cottage on the Mountain Ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. <laughs> How exciting for you, Mutiny Radio listener. There are six new shows here at MutinyRadio.fm. Monday nights at 10 o'clock, it's time for free phone sex. 415-550-0511. Yes, call in for free phone sex. You will be recorded. It is a podcast, but will that phone sex be free? Absolutely. 10 a.m. Mondays, it's time for Everyday Conversations on Race with Everyday People. With Simma Lieberman, Everyday People, talking about race every week different everyday people talking about race on Tuesdays 10 o'clock it's spiritual psychology with Renee McKenna meditate it'll heal ya then at noon stick around Sergio Novoa brings you my limited view talking about all things from his perspective then on Thursdays from 8 to 10 It's time for Beyond Your Comprehension with Clem. Exciting new shows here at Mutiny Radio. Also the IC Podcast. That's the Imprint City Podcast coming soon. MutinyRadio.fm. New shows. You can have one too. Contact director at MutinyRadio.fm to find out more details. Check us out at mutinyradio.fm.
Sports, Vinyl Together Punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Crazy. I can't hear myself, and boy, is that fucking me up. Yeah, uh, don't touch those buttons, you douche. We'll fly solo. <laughs> wow, great Why to see you, you uh, too there, uh, <laughs> Chief. <laughs> try plugging into another uh, sandwich. Jesus. Try plugging into another hole. I tried that. It's it's gonna be yeah. Uh, you did. Get your thumb out time. of there. I'm gonna get be a break time <laughs> thing. You like that stink finger, don't you? Uh, yes, sick son of. What's up, Steve? Hey, George. Oh, How dude, was these you? headphones got a mic built in. What? What? Wow, I don't remember those pimp ones. Whoa! Uh, if you uh, were here at the show, like all these groupies are, you'd be seeing these fantastic microphones we're talking about. Have a microphone built into. Or headphones, excuse me. With a microphone these built are, in. Uh, I think these are gamer headphones. So you can talk shit to the guy you're playing oh, in Germany at the same time. You know, I've they got probably had like flashy have. lights on the sides here where somebody busted them off. Yeah. Something. Something. They look big and comfy. I, I think they were actually Luke Skywalker's in uh, the forthcoming... Uh, I wonder if you could use Jedi these as an airline pilot, if they would work the same. Why not? Come out of the cockpit all wearing your green, <laughs> your bright green fucking headset with a mic popping off the thing. It's Captain George. <laughs> hey, Captain George, where are you taking us today? I'm in the middle of the game. Shut up. <laughs> I keep crashing the plane in this game. It sucks. I'm so angry right now. Distraught. Hey, how was your three-day weekend, George? My three-day weekend was kind of rough, man. It was long. Ooh. It was rough. Yeah? Yeah. What mic are you on? You on, you're on four or three? I don't know. Dude, I, I don't have headphones. On. Ha, you're on three. Oh, was I not talking the whole time? No, I had them all on because I didn't know oh. where you were, so I just to cover the bases because somebody has to be the smart one here. <laughs> yeah. And it ain't you if you're the problem. Yeah, and you inherited that. Well, that's even more troubling. Yeah, um, yeah for me to be the smart one, there's got to be some really dumb people in the room. Wow. <laughs> well, this just that's me and the groupies. So that might have been the smartest thing I ever said. <laughs> 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 Only smart thing you ever said. Uh, <laughs> right? Uh, I had an interesting little two-wheel adventure uh, today. Uh, I actually did my little bicycle ride in Golden Gate Park this weekend, and then I was talked into Skaggs Point. is a place that used to be a motocross riding place back in the 70s and 80s, and they closed it off uh, at some point in the 80s. Were there a lot of people there? Uh, no, not really. Well, They're, then I'd not tell people where it is, because then it's just going to get overrun. So, dummy up. It's hard to it was, find the place. Yeah, well... so. Hard for you doesn't mean it's hard for everybody. Well, let it go. I'll share it with our FTW listeners because they might both be listening on oh, this fine okay. President's Day. Hey, fine President's hey, Day. Hey, it was your secret spot, so fuck off. 
Well, anyway, we'll call it um, Skanks. We won't say anything about the point part. That'll throw everybody off. But bitching, riding, it was like riding dirt bikes, dude. The downhills were like fucking very smooth and flowing, lots of good jumps, and it was all over the place. I was my hardtail, my... uh, uh, they got a lift. What were we calling Ed, Ed, Edwin? We'll call no, uh, Irvin. That's what we'll call nephew Irvin. You've met Irvin before, of course. My mm. dirt bike stored in Concord. Anyway, uh, Irvin, uh, took me, he had his, uh, full suspension mountain bike and, uh, had a Ooh. great time out there on that. that. That's a lot of fun. I rode that for like dude, one Dude, when minute. those things are set up right and they're, dude, I mean, they got a little more weight because of all that extra suspension, but they're fucking. Dude, it's 28 pounds. I'm like, what's my bike weight? He goes, yeah, probably 20 pounds. You know, they've come a long way since your bike was new. It's like, yeah, that's true. My yeah, bike's right? like old enough to drink. I think it's 24. Yeah, if all you're doing is downhill, because I remember when that's maybe, maybe that changed. Um, like when you were riding, riding with shocks on your bike up the street, it kind of had that bounce and it absorbed some of your power. So you Oh, totally. You yep. really had to chug along, man. Yes. It, it, it's just not even worth pedaling sometimes in that uphills you're fucked so but, uh, the downhill bikes are made for downhill and it fucking boogie and i guess what was in a downhill bike when this was made 10 years ago are now enduros where they've got like six inches of travel and true downhill bikes are like 10 inches of travel front and back it's just insane how much Jesus. you know just advanced but he's telling me about the the shocks he's like hey do you have a air pump i'm like uh no i don't and he goes oh let me see if mine's working i'm like uh okay i hope you'd fix your shit before you get there but you have to run like 300 pounds of pressure because his suspension's all air oh no shit 300 psi that's that's a lot of fun to fine tune huh but that compression factor is going to really make a big difference for you so you're not really dampening it you're just running off off the bounce from the uh yeah pretty much air in a chamber and whatever it might move through into another chamber i i really don't know but it's adjustable and I, I was only on it for five minutes, you know, and I only got to enjoy like one downhill for a minute. So, but Felt really good. cool shit. It was really cool. Did shit. You weigh the same as the guy, or you different weight weight classification? No, we're both about one eight hundred eighty pounds. So, so basically, this, the suspension was kind of set up for somebody your size. So yes. So you got optimum. Somebody at two twenty, you get on that thing and it would just feel spongy. Oh yeah, they, they got to run four hundred bottoming out. Can you imagine the seals they got on that thing? That oh, kind of pressure, man. Fucking crazy. What happens? When You're running three hundred pounds standing still, and then when you jump on it and you compress it. Damn. Skawoosh. wonder if we can make fucking hash oil. <laughs> we'll squeeze it right well, out Well, we of could there. probably make hash oil down there, but it'd be kind of hard to get to. It's, I wonder it's, how hot it gets There's been there. people that have died down there that they've gotten back there and, you know, got lo- dude got lost a couple of years ago. They didn't find his body for two years. It, was, it took a while to find him. He was hiding. Good spot. Uh, his, he wanted hide-and-go-seek, but I guess... He did. Uh, All the other kids gave up a long him. time ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they went off to college, got married, and had kids, and he uh, he won. Somebody, that's an awful thing to say. Uh, somebody said for winning. Yeah, that's a drag, dude. Yeah, crazy but shit. Maybe, it's a beautiful place, You never place, know, though, man. You know, I mean, people and, get disoriented quick. Dude, we're soft. Compared to our forefathers. Oh, yeah, every generation dude. is softer. People walk around, we don't have insulation in my house. Yeah, really? <laughs> That's just awful. Do you, you have st- windows? You, you still sissy? got two walls. <laughs> Dude, you I know? went to a house in Colorado, and I got, took out single-pane windows, put in double-pane windows, and the carpenter helping me goes, do you have any plans for the windows? I'm like, no, dude, I don't know. You, get, you know, somebody wants them, and beats hauling in the dump. And he goes, yeah, actually, a neighbor takes them out to San Luis Valley, I think. He's, there's people living without windows out there. They just put blankets over the windows. It's like, oh, fuck. I, I didn't think in modern day and age, what are they, living in fucking straw huts? Holy shit. Dude, my buddy grew up in Aptos, right down by Santa Cruz, south of Santa Cruz. Oh, yeah. And I went down to the house that his mom grew up in, and his grandfather was an operator back in the day. Old Italian guy. Uh I guess the part of the test was you had to to walk railroad tracks without touching them with a a bulldozer or with a backhoe. Really? So you had to straddle the rails? And not with tires, with fucking the fucking uh, tracks. Oh, really? So they'd like pick themselves up and straddle a thing and drop themselves down and then swing this around. It was, it was quite a maneuver. Oh, you know, I've, I've worked with backhoes. I don't drive them, but I've worked with, you know, telling a guy where to dig. And uh, a good backhoe operator is worth their, their weight, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, there's yeah. A, there's a good, to pick there's themselves a, up a over a backhoe ditch operator? like that. Oh, hell yeah. I've worked with some really good ones. Really? Hell yeah. 
Huh. Yeah. I wonder what that's like. They'll still like swing a bucket right behind your head and fuck with you. Ow, but that was so funny. I could have killed you. I've always worked with good operators. I I was just talking shit because I was hoping maybe the last operator I worked with was listening. Hey, if he wants to call in, that that number, Richard, is 415-550-0511. Ask for George or uh, Steve or Jorge or Esteban. Yeah, I didn't realize he was completely off the job until he was already gone for like a day. It was like, because he wasn't there every day, you know? Uh. There were certain days we can't dig. It's just last month, man. Oh, no shit. And all of a sudden, his, his, his backhoe was gone, and I was like, what's up? And they're like, oh, yeah, he's, he's done. We got another, we got another company. It's, they're, they, they're here on site for another company, and they're whipping through, and they got 12 people, and we got one guy. Oh, really? So it was just, it was just dollars and cents. It was a budget thing. It was easier. Yep. Nice guy. Away oh, went, uh, Rich was his name? Richard. Richard. Yes. Richard, the backhoe operator. Old biker. Oh, really? Right on. Yeah, good guy, man. So, yes, that was part of it. But the house down in Aptos, I don't even think the walls were one by. Oh, really? I mean, I was sitting inside the house, and you could see through the fucking walls, right? You know? (laughs) I was like, damn, you know? It's like, (laughs) and the framing was like two by threes, you know? So it was all like just, it was, and from outside, didn't have any paint on it. It had that old weathered wood look like an abandoned house. Yeah. Yeah, like, like all the creepier to invite friends over and like have Halloween. Parties don't wear corduroys around here because you might set a fire. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that kind of yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, dude. Damn, my cords so, are at the cleaners. <sighs> We're in luck. So you can just imagine growing up down down the Santa Cruz Mountains in winter. I mean, you get snow down there sometimes, man. Dude, there was snow uh, up on and you skyline. Wake up in that shit, and, and the outhouse is fucking thirty feet away from the house. And oh, you fucking you're holding it, out dude. There, man. You're holding it or dumping it in a bucket. Fuck you know? it. I was at Woodside this morning. Yeah, you were the same underwear. Wear the same underwear for six months because fucking. <laughs> oh, you get to change your underwear. You change you underwear turn, with him. You, you turn him inside out after three. Actually, with George. Actually, I was watching something on TV like. Um, the designer like designer jeans and that kind of thing you're not supposed to wash them like all the designers themselves they just put them in the freezer really put them in the freezer overnight and when they pull them out it's going to kill anything that's on there and a little baking soda will soak up any kind of odor really the other thing is vodka if you spray vodka in like uh, I've heard that as well underarm uh, sweat stains that kind of thing mm-hmm. it's supposed to make wash yeah, that's why you always have that vodka spritzer with you <laughs> I thought it was cool. Some people like wine spritzers. <laughs> no, no, I, I like vodka spritzers. You're a little like, on the orange I'm eating, you know. You're like Eloise. <laughs> what the fuck is Eloise? You stuck me there. It was, uh, the, there was a syndicated uh, column in the oh, newspaper. Oh, helpful hints from Eloise? Yes. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. 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 Now you remember. Uh, she was like the bargain version of, uh, what was the yes. other one? Yeah. Uh, Anne, Anne, wasn't Anne it? Landers, was it? Yeah, I think so. Flanders? Yeah, whatever it was. Damn. Look at you going back. Wow. Reminiscing. Remember the Herb Cain articles? Yeah. Uh, Herb. So my weekend, I actually got, uh, I, I had that Ranchero that I picked up that I bought a couple weeks ago. The Rangeroo. The Rangeroo, and it didn't have registration. I didn't have anywhere to put it. Uh, but I couldn't, I couldn't let it get crushed, and it was a cheap enough deal, so I took it. Yep. And then I had it at my buddy's place, and I was trying to find somebody that might want to buy it. I was trying to find a place to work on. I was trying to find anything. I seem to have more than enough parts. I've got two engines and three transmissions currently, and I'm getting another engine and transmission. Three transmissions. Yeah, there's two in the bed of the truck and one in the truck. Oh, I didn't realize there's two. I remember seeing the engine and the tranny. I didn't the engine realize. and the tranny are hooked up, and there's another transmission right next to it, just sitting by itself. Another automatic. And the thing came with a, with a three-speed really? manual. They're just dying to not Three transmissions are all automatics. Like, what the hell, man? That's fucked up. And I'm looking at that engine. I'm thinking it might be bigger than a 289. For some reason, I feel like a 289 is smaller. Hmm. But they're all the same block, right? That's a 5-liter in that, I thought. 302? I thought it was a Mustang motor. Two, Mustangs had 289s? What are you talking about? The first ones did, but everything after 68 65. had 302s. And yeah. I was thinking it was a 5 liter out of a... Well, basically, the Ranchero is exactly... It's, it's, the, it's the exact same everything as a Mustang. It's got the bottom plate, the, so the foot, the foot area and all that stuff. It's all the exact same as a Mustang. The only difference is it's got a bed instead of a... It's lighter, actually, in the ass end. Slow. It's more apt to That sounds squirrely. It's more apt to spin it. Spin <laughs> out. Yeah. That's why most of them didn't come with V8s. They had to, it was a special order. It was probably a wise idea. <laughs> yeah. So if you special ordered it, they set it up. They put the right suspension on it and all that. But when they came with a six and you stuff an eight in it, it's too much for the, uh, it's too much weight for them. 
So it, uh, you got to change out the springs. You got to, I don't know if the A-arms are the same, but you would think you might as well build up the A-arms too if you're going to put that kind of weight on the thing. Seems like. And then you want to get some disc brakes because you're not going to be able to stop. Cause you just get a Mustang 2 front end on it. You're adding a bunch of weight on that thing, man. So anyway, what'd you do with this thing? So Cause I, I remember hauling up, it from Oakley to, to SF and now... Yes. So it was in the yard down there. I, I thought I had out. somebody for it and they said they couldn't do it. It was too much of a project for them as well. And I, you know, it's, it's more of a, I don't know. It's more of a personal thing, you know, because it's like, I, I hate to see an old, it's a 65, man. You just don't see him anymore, you know? And for that sure, to go to the yeah. crusher, dude, it's like, come on, man. Uh, that's you know, not acceptable. I know somebody had one of these and it got wrecked. I just thought of it. This guy, uh, Matt, and uh, he'd be perfect for this car. He had one and it got wrecked on the freeway. $4,000. <laughs> I was going to say eight, but if you want to go cheap, it's got two extra goes. transmissions and an extra engine. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus, big manual guy, too. Dude, there's like fucking eight grand in parts, bro. I believe you. <laughs> it's sheer madness, is what it is. So, so the perfect bike hauler is just going to get sold off to so I, I the got lowest it, bidder. It's not the perfect bike hauler oh. by any means. It's got a low fucking low deck for sure, but it's a. Uh, it's not long enough. It's not. Well, you can't put them in straight, so you can only get one bike in there. It's not made to handle that kind of weight, really. Oh, that's true. Huh? I guess even if you bolstered up the suspension, it wouldn't be strong enough. And those right? things aren't made for long rides either. If you try to drive that thing to Tahoe, you, yeah, you probably they run hot to begin with, you know. So oh, tend, really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yes. Really? Somebody in the family had a, a Falcon. Uh, it was a cool car. Yeah, I had that Ranchero that I spun out on 280. Oh, yeah, I heard that. But that was a factory 289 with a four-speed, man. The fucking, it was a special order. It was built in Fremont. I had all the paperwork, man. It was cool. Wow. Yeah. A Fremont-built deluxe. It had the deluxe trim, which is very Custom different. order. Really? So it only had one line of trim, and it went down the middle instead of how they split it at the front, and it becomes two separate pieces of trim. Yeah. So there's a line down the middle of those two and there was just one piece of trim fat about an inch wide and went all the way down and it cut right through the gas gas cap so the gas cap had a little piece of trim on it and it locked in perfect like that, right? Really? So I didn't have the gas cap or the trim for it. I found them at the uh, <laughs> at, uh, Pleasanton out in the parking lot when they do the uh, The good guys. Yeah, the good guys but out in the parking lot turns into a Everybody lays out a blanket and puts all their parts out. And yeah, the swap meet. Swap meet. There you go. So they, I can't remember words tonight. It's going to be a fun night for you. So at the swap meet, I found, I found a guy that had the gas cap and the piece of trim. And he wanted 200 bucks for the gas cap. And he wanted 100 bucks <laughs> for the piece of trim. And this is back in 93, 94. Wow, what a dick. And I was like, yeah, I think I'll just keep that locking cap I got on there. It looks good. <laughs> 200 pills. Jeez. 300 with the trim. Three, oh, oh the trim a, was separate. Yeah. Oh, what a, So I had, I had all the trim except for that gas cap with that trim. And it's like it would have turned it out. And I had American racing rims on it. Bitching. Dude, nine-inch rear end. That thing fucking. That thing flew, man. T oh shit! I bet oh, it did. Dude, it was too much Sweet. fun. The the American five spokes. Yeah, and I used to put Cobra tires on it because they were a little harder. The thing would just crack loose everywhere, dude. It was fucking <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> I was that asshole. That guy. Yeah. So when I first got it, it came with an automatic, but it had the hole in the floorboard for the fucking. For the, uh, well, do for the, the shifter, <laughs> so I so I so I put a I put a little a little arm on the on the shifter knob on the on the side of the transmission, and I'd reach to the floorboard and grab that thing and like pop it pop it into gear right, and then I <laughs> you know one's reverse, three is fucking drive. You had to like, reach through the floorboard to shift your car. Oh yeah, wow, that's hardcore. I poured out beer street there a couple of times when the cops were on my ass too. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say Gator McCluskey. It was handy, and then I had, and then the, the little the little cover the, for the shifter with the hole in the top. I had that like separate, you know. It's like it's a screw on thing from the factory, and so so I had that separate. And I just slide that back over, you know. There's my license and registration, sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Everybody sounds intelligent in front of a cop. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. It's not intelligent. Respectful. Yeah, I don't even know if it's respectful. Afraid. Just yeah, they got too much power, man. It even is. It's a power trip. They could easily ruin you. They could. They could take you for no reason and say seventy-two hours of fucking monitoring at the fucking hospital for fucking psych evaluation. Fifty-one fifty. Yeah. Hey, this happened to you much, George? Uh, something you want to talk about? 
Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll be covering a lot more of uh, George's uh, symptoms uh, later in the show. Uh, What I was going to bring up, though, was I think Gator McCluskey in one of the uh, famous White Lightning movies had an LTD that had a shifter on the the column. And then they bolted a four-speed shifter onto the car because it was supposed to be a big hot rod. So sometimes he shifted with the floor and sometimes he put it in gear. They totally. (laughs) Dude, that's like this ranchero, man. So I grabbed the dipstick. I grabbed the dipstick to check the oil and somebody was underneath the thing looking through the bumper. And they're like, hey, did you just pull the dipstick out? And I said, yeah. And they said, uh, yeah, it's not going into the oil pan. It's just fucking hanging out there, dude. It, it just, it just, it, yeah, here I can tell I mean, like, Psych. Put, I stuck it in. They pushed it back up to me from down there. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> what so the fuck? So they make like starter noises when you went to turn the key. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Did you buy this car on Mission Street or Valencia back then? Dude, the <laughs> it's, it's actually not. The, the engine isn't even bolted in because they had the exhaust manifold on there when they were sticking it in, and it got hung up on the steering box. Oh, no. So it's not all the way in because the exhaust manifold is standing on the steering box holding the engine up. Oh, fuck. You need to get that thing out of there. Or somebody needs to get that thing out yeah. of there. Yeah. Talk to me a break about this dude that needs it, though. Um, so we don't no. get out... Uh, I'm okay. keeping it now. <laughs> I'm gonna put a 460 in it. It's gonna be That'll badass. Teach him. I'm gonna make it a rear a rear engine. I'm gonna fucking put a 460 in the bed. Wow. Yeah, and then I'm gonna pull wheelies down Half Moon Bay Race Strip, man. It's gonna be ridiculous. I'm gonna show us how it's done. It's gonna be ridiculous. Ridiculous. You heard it here first on the FTW radio show. That's not gonna happen. Okay, it might not happen. I got. I'm gonna have a wheelie. In bars. case it does, though, you might hear it first. Yeah, did, you ever, did you ever see any pictures from the Half Moon Bay Race Raceway? I've only heard of it. So the speed it's like strip, champion race. So there's a, there was a there was a uh, it was like a Ford, one of those Econoline pickup vans. Okay, you know what I mean? Where you're sitting over the fucking yeah, over the, the first, steering wheels. The first vans that were totally your feet and, were in front of the wheels. And the dude did that with it. Right, <laughs> I think Dodge made the same style, you know, same yep. body style. I think Chevy had something. And he similar. had wheelie bars, and he had big fucking wrinkle slicks on this thing, and he would get that fucking front end off the ground and fucking ride that thing down the track. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like the Dodge little red wagon or whatever. It's insane. Cab over pickup truck like that. By the way, I re- oh, by the way, fucking, I had to call around a bunch of tow companies. One company wanted to charge me two hundred fifty bucks, bastards, to tow it eleven miles. Wow. Yeah, and I I called them up. I'm like, I just want to price this, and they're like. I'm sorry, and then and then they got like on Google Maps or something and found the found it. So somehow it was 11 miles from here, from down there in Bayview out to the Sunset at 20th Avenue. Really? Yeah. Somehow, I'm like 11 miles. I was like, the city's only seven by seven. Yeah. And it's it's not as the bird as the crow flies. It's as the route takes you. Uh, well, I guess they got you there. Well, he's got to go by the Embarcadero and say what's up to his buddies at the parking garage. And Apparently, because I'm thinking the same thing. Bayview to 16th <laughs> nah, Street. I don't, I don't know what it was. So I got a good number from a, a company called um, Nelson's Towing Service. I'm just throwing a shout out because the young lady on the phone was so freaking cool. Hey. And they're like, they're on Q and the, tr- and the truck was on Y, right? So alphabetically, that's how far, how many blocks it was away. Yeah. From their shop. And she actually, she took my number down and she called me back like an hour later. And I, did, I didn't recognize the number and I was washing my hands or something. So I didn't make an effort to jump on it. And then she called me back. She sent me a text with a picture of a green ranchero. Like a 72, right? Like a Gran Torino fucking bad yeah. boy. Like fucking Starsky and Hutch, but with a bet on it. Uh-huh. Bad as fuck. An Earl car. And she, and she said, I forget what the text was about. I was like, is, you know, is this is the green one or the, or the tan one? And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> right? So I called her and I was like, I sent her, I sent her a text with pictures of, the, of my truck. And it, I didn't see the tan one to begin with. The green one, I had no idea where that came from. But she, uh, she actually drove by because I told her where it was. She, <laughs> the, the hour before, she drove out there to check out where the thing was. And I guess there was a ranchero parked around the corner. <laughs> yeah fucking crazy right but yeah she put all that effort into it you know and it's like should have been an she was like well i got a guy coming in with the flatbed and it was only like it was less than 100 bucks for them you know so it's like a big price jump fuck yeah so i was like yeah i just want to throw some throw some business at you at this point you know because i'm i'm figuring i don't want to tow this thing with chains because it's just dangerous you know oh yeah you want that thing yeah. secure no i don't want to class i don't want to put anybody at risk man yes and you know no freeways back streets the whole way so with all the hills you got to think about that and stopping and all so i uh 
I had a, a buddy's got a tow bar. Like they have off the back of an RV with a little Jeep hanging back there and follows them around everywhere. Yep. So I took that and I put it on the front end of the Ranchero and I towed that shit. <laughs> Hardcore. Some, I put some lights on it. I got an adapter with some lights. 1974 style, bitches. Yeah. And like the second I got out of the fr- out the driveway, it like bounced and the whole thing broke loose because all it is is like oh. little straps that grab the bumper and it's got a bumper on the front. So it just basically sucks itself up to it. Yeah, and it's, you're like it's spinning just nuts on, on it. there. Yeah, yeah you spin nuts to tighten it up with a chain that goes through. A- <laughs> I, w- I worked at a rental place that had one of those. They, they never rented it out. It was dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I fucking, so I fucking, uh, so I get that thing out of there and I get across San Bruno Avenue and I'm I'm up in the neighborhood up there by the reservoir and I hang that right turn at the reservoir and it comes out of the turn Uh-oh. and just starts doing this. Right, the whole so it car starts rocking. Yeah, and it's pulling. It's like making my ass bounce a little bit. Fuck right? yeah, this man. I'm like, what the fuck, man? The engine going back and forth. No, so I think I might have blown a shock. So it started getting some spring on one side. What in the fuck is this? Jesus. I forgot to stop my phone, man. Wow. I'm just having know. a hap hap happy uh, towing experience. Yeah, I this set week. that in there for Christmas. I forgot to change it. <laughs> You're one jolly motherfucker. So I think it blew the shock on the on the front left side, and then the, so the spring you know didn't have any any resistance. So then the spring bounced, and once that started oh, going, so the shock it got yeah. the resonance going. You know, the more speed I got, it just started fucking. I could see the steering wheel fucking bouncing all over. <laughs> so I pulled over and uh, I checked the wheel, and the wheel, the, the front left wheel, thinking you know maybe it's loose, maybe maybe the fucking tires off, you know the rims loose. Yeah, I don't know something. The bearings, the ball joint, yeah nothing everything seemed tight i couldn't jack it up because i had that bumper thing on there and it was like 6 30 and i gotta be here at eight oh, <laughs> and i'm like and i'm not even a halfway home yet you know it's like fuck Ooh, really crawling along yeah so i fucking uh is that when you called me or after that? so i put no after that so i took bungee cords <laughs> and i bungeed the steering wheel to the fucking front seat, like below it, you know, I went to the holy shit, MacGyver. This gets better by the second, yeah. and then it just it smoothed it out, dude. And I fucking came down Silver Avenue. I went up Alamany. I just said fuck it. Hell yeah, I would too. Alamany would be the way to go. You know, the, the sun had already Flat. gone down. It fucking I had I didn't have running lights on it, but I had turn signals and brake lights. And my buddy was was fucking tailgating me the whole way home. Oh, there you go. Wow. But yeah, it was an it was an excursion. It was an adventure. It sounds like an adventure. So I we got both the thing, adventurous. I got Mondays. the thing off the back of my truck, into his uh, into the spot where it's where I'm going to be working on it, and I got home at seven o four. Oh, did you have your music list done already? Uh huh. Oh wow. Yeah, I took care of that. So that's uh, that was my day. So then I ran over here. I fed my dog real quick, <laughs> threw everything in a bag. And you made a music list. The music list I made yesterday. Oh. I was feeling good. Far out. <laughs> you have no idea.
Gator belts and patty melts and Monte Carlos and Eldorado. So I'm waking up out of my slumber, feeling like Rollo. So follow, it's showtime at the Apollo, minus the Kiki Shepherds. With about a hoe and a leopard print. Teddy, Pendergrass, cooler than Freddie Jackson, sipping a milkshake in a snowstorm. That I throw warm in the dorm room at the AU. We blew hay to athletes, my cake, but you must have been mistaken with them statements that you make, huh? Clean, clean. Clean, Booyah. clean. Hella clean, clean. Hella clean, clean. Get you clean, clean in the bing, bing, bang, bang. I'm telling you. That was uh, Outcast. So fresh, so clean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we had Enema, 46 and 2 before that. Fucking A, man. I heard they put on a good show. Is that true? Um, well, I got to say the best show I ever went to was a Tool show. But I got to also say the worst show I ever went to was a Tool show. <laughs> Not the same show, though. No. No, the first show was down in San Jose, fucking open open floor. And everybody was on the floor, man. There was nobody in the seats. And when I, the second one I went to was like 10 years later. And it was still a great show. I just I couldn't get on the floor because I didn't have general admission tickets. So they wouldn't let you just jump down there and jump in the pit. They had fucking security everywhere. And I fucking... I got... I got stopped. They have security every five feet around the rim of it, man. I got caught like 10 times by these motherfuckers. These guys were on it, dude. I was like, but you know, I'm a big guy, so I tried sneaking up all low, and then you, and then you just, they, then they know you're up to something. But if you come cruising up, you're the one they're looking at because you're fucking head and shoulders above everybody else. Like, motherfucker, man. 
Here he is, the center for the USF oh, but I, Dons. But I created enough havoc, enough havoc that people dropped in while, while I was taking up their, their attention, you know? So it's like, it worked out for them, you know? Well, I'm, glad I could, you. I'm glad I could help out. George helped good. George good. <laughs> I could have picked them up and thrown them over the guys if I wanted to. These little fuckers, man. <laughs> could have been leprechaun tossing. No, yeah. what are they, mid- Who wants to get in the pit? Mid- Come here. <laughs> George threw it out. Yeah. Be like fucking, yeah. Wow, speaking of throwdowns. You want, uh, what? This sounds. This microphone sounds fucking weird. They uh, all sound weird. None of them have the fucking fuzzy, fuzzy, fuzzy. Oh, that's what. It is. So it's more crisp. It's crisp. It's catching our breathing, or it's not catching anything at all. You know. That's better. I like that better. Uh, speaking of oh, you sound, fetching, you sound uh, like a whole other guy now. You don't sound all squeaky and bitchy. You sound like a fucking man. Listen. Squeaky. Follow the real Olympic road. Squeaky. I'm going to call you Squitchy. Squeaky. Squeaky thumb. Squeaky thumb. Take it easy, Squitchy. <laughs> Squitchy. Somebody was named Squishy. I, sure I didn't say Squishy. I said Squitchy. Squitchy? Bitchy. <laughs> wow, this is strangely evolving. Uh, speaking of evolution, Bonham's auction recently auctioned off a 1951. Bonham's, Bonham's auction house? Yes. They just had this in Las Vegas in January. Uh, I guess how much they got for a 1951 Vincent Black Shadow. Most money ever for an auction on a bike. What's Vincent Black Shadow? Vincent is a motorcycle company in England that made uh, true 100-mile-an-hour bikes back in the day. They weren't as fancy as a Breath Superior, which had nickel huh. and shit, but they were fast. And the Black Shadow was like their fastest model. It was fucking bad. If you ask Paul about this, oh, I'd love to have a bloody well one of those. So they're yeah, fucking you'd cool. A, you'd get a chubby real quick, wouldn't he? Dude, all right. So check this out. Uh, the, this year in Vegas, the rare original condition, British-made Australian speed record Setting Vincent set uh, a new record for most valuable, uh, most highest value motorcycle ever sold at auction nine hundred and nine. Excuse me, nine hundred and twenty nine thousand dollars. Wow, what's that? Seventy thousand short of who bought it? You know the guy's name? Uh, yeah, Fritz Monahan. He lives right around the corner. Maybe we can get him on the show. Dude, I got a radian rusting out in my front yard. <laughs> I'll take fifty G's for it. You know, it's a fixer upper. It sounds like a virtual bargain at that price compared to this Vincent Black Shadow. Although yeah. this one set records and shit in Australia. So. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's worth nine hundred twenty nine thousand dollars. To him, it was. Yeah, to him, it was. That's why I want to sell my Radian. <laughs> he has no idea. He has no concept of, of the value of a bike. So <laughs> it's, it's the one I really want to I'd get off. I'd say he's got pretty good taste. He's got one of the most rare bikes in the world that yeah. was mass produced. Of, of, of mass produced bikes. Yeah, uh, it, it's one of the most rare ones, and have a, a record setting one from uh, uh, what British made Australian speed record setting. That's a pretty interesting bike. Hmm. Yeah, you can't really ride it though, can you? No, no, it's definitely a museum piece, I would guess. Well, you know, I'd be that guy who would ride what's, around my property. That would, what's the I'd benefit have my of that, track. man? I'd have Didn't you like take track. a picture of it and be satisfied with that? I would be afraid of breaking the fucking thing. Is what I, and then it'd be like, oh, I'm the yeah. guy who broke the last one. Yeah, I killed the last unicorn. Imagine if you were hanging at the FTW uh, clubhouse Saturday night, uh, as we off, so often do, and hanging out and looking at my new Vincent Black Shadow that's worth a million bucks. Hmm. <laughs> Right? Right? Who wants to sit on it next? Yeah, right. right, Get off the handlebars, George. Knock it off. Dude, that thing that thing is too classy. It it wouldn't let you bring it so bring it down there. It would like stop dead in its tracks. The radio doesn't want to be seen in the FTW clubhouse. The second the second you start heading east from your house, it's gonna stop. It's gonna be like an invisible wall that it won't go past. It's like a horse stopping dead in its tracks. You're just gonna fucking pew. <laughs> the donkey done stopped. Yeah. It said no. No you're, more. You're gonna get up and brush yourself off, and the bike isn't gonna fall over. It's gonna be standing there waiting for your dumb ass. Turned around the other direction, giving you that stupid look. We're going west, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna spin around real quick and show you its ass. Take me to Benders. <laughs> Take me to Benders, and then Bitch. let's go out to North Beach and have fun. Get on, Squitchy. <laughs> 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 Senor Squishy. Si, está bien. Oh, man. Uh, you know, I don't have a whole lot of other news. It's mostly racing news this week. Uh, we had Supercross from Texas, Lone Star State. Uh, As it were. Whereabouts in Texas is that? Uh, Arlington at AT&T Where's, Park. It was, I think that's where the... Uh, where in Texas is, Arling- co- is Arlington? Play. I believe that is like Central Texas. I'm not sure to tell you the truth. Hmm. I know not where. So you didn't do your homework? 
I did. It's Arlington, Texas. What, what do you want? What am I supposed to find out the county it's in, too? The zip code? Yeah. You want to write letters? How many people does that stadium hold? Uh, close to $4 million. And how'd they do on ticket sales? Uh, they sold like $3.9 million. It was It was close. Almost hmm. a sellout. It was so, so close. <laughs> Tricky business down there in Texas. It's a tough one if you don't you know, get that I'm going to say that's probably what it holds football games right there. So probably 70,000 people. That, that last 100,000 is probably their profit margin. They probably didn't make any money on that thing. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> they just had 30,000 at the Oakland Coliseum, and I think they made money on that. Hmm. Because there's ticket sales and then there's shirts. It's got to be a way FTW can monetize this shit. <laughs> we'll just make fucking. You know, we uh, should start touring bootleg. with them. Like, we, should, we should wear fucking tie dye shirts and tour with them like we think they're the dead now. And we'll sell, <laughs> we'll sell grilled cheese sandwiches in the fucking parking lot. <laughs> One blotter or two. <laughs> Doses. Doses. We were going to bootleg shirts and stuff, but we just side sell acid and grilled cheese. Which one do you want, bro? Dude. You get a loaf <laughs> of bread. Bud Light. And you Bud get a Light. loaf of bread uh, and a pack of fucking American cheese for like three bucks. <laughs> All you need is a hot plate that plugs into the side of your fucking Volkswagen van. You're good to go. Uh, <laughs> you want the 21 windows so people can see when you're fucking hanging out and rocking out, man. Three got broken, so it's only 18 right now. I'm so tripping hard. Dude, which three? Which three? <laughs> Does it Not matter? the two front ones. <laughs> My friend Eric had one of those multi-window vans. I have no idea what it was, but... Um, they make good greenhouses. That's about it, man. What a dangerous vehicle. Fucking no frontal protection in an accident. But dangerous ride. Hey. I think you're safer in a motorcycle. People were tougher back then. <laughs> yes, they were. They were, they? man. Even hippies were throwing punches, dude. And then you weren't getting sued. You know, it was like, it was just a normal thing. Just sock that guy in the fucking mouth. He's an asshole. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> That's true. I did see uh, Forrest Gump, and uh, the hippie there was a real asshole. He got his. Oh, he got his. I'm sorry. Green. I started a fight at your, <laughs> your Black Panther party. <laughs> the best line. Of that. Well, there's many good lines in that movie. There's that's a one shit of ton the of best. good lines. There's in there. one of the best at your Black Panther party. <laughs> and what do you know? What came out this weekend? Black Panther. Black Panther. Apparently, it did exceptionally well, like 260 million or something like that. I don't know. Is that good? Uh, it's a what lot. Was... It's a lot more money than I made this weekend. Did it? Did it pay for the movie? Uh, <laughs> How much did that movie cost? Depends them? if Wild Bill was on it. <laughs> yeah, right? Could you see the strings holding up the special effects, or were they real special effects? <laughs> I think they were the real deal, so they dumped some big money into that shit, man. It's like it's probably all CGI. Yeah, well, that's cost money, man. It does. It's probably cheaper than being on set, but eh, who knows? Still, dude, you got to create all that shit on a computer. You gotta have a fucking a whole room full of eggheads fucking typing away for fucking hours. Yeah, but if you get one or Dave. two of them to do it on the weekend, and I don't know, I, I see that mm. business is very undercutting of each other. Yeah, put in a shower and some fucking cots. <sighs> you fill, stay here. Fill the fridge with snacks. George says, "Stay here. Make movie now." <laughs> you work. He'd be a great motivator, George. Shut up. <laughs> see? See? See what I say? I speak the truth. Squitchy's acting up. It's going to make George angry. You can only hope. We're not even you wouldn't like me very much when I'm angry. <laughs> There's only one way to find out, isn't there? Hey. <laughs> nice headphones, man. Are you playing video games? Yeah, I got a mic on it and everything. Here, where is it? I don't even know the names of any video games to like, specify something to talk shit about. Uh... Wasn't it Freeway? Battleground Ata Mars or some shit. Atari. Atari. <laughs> Did you have an Atari when you play, grew up? Oh, 2600? Hell yeah. Fuck dude, yeah. I had Pong, man. Dude. We got I Pong when I was a kid. That was fucking super excitement, dude. To put a fucking game on the TV? Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, Pong was a huge deal. My friend dude, had it. We still had the knob on the TV. You had to put it on Channel 3 and fucking all of a sudden, oh, channel, yeah. all of a sudden Channel 3 was a game. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Wow. The devil is Dude. working in this house. And there was a switch that you hooked up to the antenna, and you had to click the switch over yep. to get the game to fucking go in there. So, yep. Yep. so it's feeding to well. the antenna feed. I remember it well. It's hysterical, dude. Uh, Atari had some really good games. Adventure was Pong a really good one. Pong had 16 different levels or 16 different fucking choices. Oh, that's right. They did have a shitload of you different You had a selector there, switch huh? and you had to go through each one one at a time until you got the one you wanted to play. <laughs> I remember that. And then the 2600, that one came with, because it came with all the game controllers, right? So it came with the joysticks and it came with the knob ones. So 